The economy rap. If I need you to talk dude. about the economy, dude, I'll have you. Just let me know, man. I'll have you rap. That I'll ex- do it. That still exists on the internet somewhere. Economy rap by Cal Ness. It does. It's actually pretty dope. Yeah. If you're. Go for it, Joe. Give, it, give us a little intro. Yeah, it's been a while, Joe. You think you can do it? Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Midwest Flyways Uncensored. I am your host, Joey Vassallo, and I also have with me Cal Neth and Connor Olstead. Thank you guys so much for coming over. Joey, your voice changed so much in Oklahoma, and I thought it might be more like an accent, but you just developed a major lisp. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> no, yeah. I... Every time I talk to my girlfriend while I was down there, she's like, stop doing that. Because I literally did gain an accent. No. Yeah. How was it? Oklahoma? Yeah. So much fucking fun, dude. Like, yeah. true blue fun. We'd get done around, like, two, and then we'd just have, like, the rest of the day to do whatever we wanted. Idle hands in the, in the hands of me. Idle time in the hands of me. Bad decision. I, idle hands in the <laughs> I know. I know. I messed it up. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So what did know, you do in your idle time? I shot hogs. I shot, uh, went and trophy hunted for birds. So, like, we would scout early in the morning, or we'd we'd hunt in the morning and scout right after the hunt until, like, noon one. Which is so weird. I know. It's it's a lot different down there, dude, because there's zero dry feed down there. Like, they don't hit dry fields. The only time that they hit a field is if it's flooded. So, like, flooded wheat, Mm -hmm. flooded winter wheat. And, uh... They go onto these cattle ponds that were man-made in like the 1800s, and they just stay there all freaking day. And it was awesome. So once they get there, they stay there. So it's like you find 150 birds on that pond. Cool, we're hunting it tomorrow. Sounds good. Might as well check a couple other ponds while we're there. And what then you'll the? see a couple ponds with like four or ten or twenty, and you're like, I saw a really nice shoveler on that pond. <laughs> so, so you like you, you pull out your binos and you're like yeah that's a really nice bird we're gonna come back here in about an hour and a half and then you sneak over the levee <laughs> so i have a really nice shoveler or it's it's nicer than anything we've shot here and then i have a super nice pintail that i'm mounting yeah yeah nice. that's sick <clears throat> and then our, are those our, the only two birds you brought back no i brought back a canvas back for bobby guy on my way back through oh sick we shot an eight-man limit of canvas backs because he wanted to mount yeah. one for the lodge or mm-hmm. what? Okay. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to mount one for the lodge, so I gave him a stud January canvas back. I mean, nice. he, that thing was eight pounds. It was a big nice. duck, <laughs> like a big boy duck. Yeah, it looked like I, I saw some of your Instagram photos of those, and they looked really nice. Oh, dude, I've never seen a canvas back like that. Yeah. I thought I shot a nice one in October with Wade mm-hmm. yeah. at uh, Starduck. No. 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 It's still good. <laughs> it would just, the body is so much bigger on the ones down there. Okay. Truly. Yeah, that was that was crazy because I was seeing some of the stuff you were posting like of the mallards. Oh. And I was like, dude, those stud. are huge. Stud battleship mallards, dude. I can't tell you how many stud triple curl mallards that I shot. Just fat. And I just ripped them open and cut out the breast, dude. <laughs> Didn't even think twice about it. <laughs> I'm just like, this is gonna eat so good. <laughs> dude. Yeah, those I were said, I said, fuck that, dude. These clients are like, wow, that's a really nice mallard. I was like, yeah, take that one home. <laughs> Just rip open the next one's breast. Here's your meat, bud. <laughs> dude. There's yeah. a lot of fun there, though, man. Like, Clay was awesome. The guides that I was guiding with were super fun, super cool to hang out with. A lot of them are going to come up north here and shoot honkers with us in September. Uh, one of them has two Wild Bros dogs. Incredible dogs, bro. I looked it up after you said something about it because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I hadn't heard of it. And then I realized, though, that I had. Yeah. I was following him. And, but, yep. yeah, yep. super cool. Well, yeah. I was down there as well. Uh, Derek Helms is working in Dallas, mm-hmm. which is a, an hour and 45-minute drive from the ranch. So he just came up for two days before he went on assignment to go shoot some stuff for uh, Mossberg down in Louisiana. And we just hung out for two days. I had one of the days I had, I had off – so like one of the clients canceled. So then we just set up on the North watershed, big body of water in like this little bay and shot the shit out of birds, dude, between like us three guides and then Derek. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Just like a total relax. And that was like one of the best days of hunting we had. And I'm like, why do we not have clients today? And <laughs> if you, it. if you guys haven't listened to that podcast with Derek, that's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. So definitely go back in our archives and Derek Helms. We talk about ADAC. 
Island, Alaska. That dude is the most. He's just such an interesting guy. Yeah, it it was it was awesome, and he's he's funny. He's just you know he's a charismatic dude. Yeah, he's a shithead dude. I got to know him a lot better down in freaking yeah. Oklahoma. He's a shithead. Now, do I love Derek? Yes. Is he a shithead? Yeah. Now, does his dad comment on everything I put on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. But he's really funny. Yeah. He was a yeah. uh, his dad um, teaches people how to shoot pistols and rifles. Oh yeah. Like competition wise. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to take him. We're going to take him on a duck hunt, and then he's going to teach us how to shoot pistols if we want. Which I need that because I can't hit shit within ten feet with a pistol. pistol. No, I'm just not very good at it. Oh, okay. You see me with a shotgun though. Yeah, yeah, I'm very good with shotgun. Mm. Pistol not practice so is no good with the pistol. It's very bad. <laughs> pistol bitty, shooting's bitty, bitty. fun. It a is. lot of fun. Oh um, yeah, I'm not very good shooting a pistol either. You guys should take just some experience, just to experience it, and do like an introductory three gun competition. So you have rifle, shotgun, pistol. Hell yeah, that dude. would be so much fun. That would be so much fun to do a three gun comp. I'll suck. Yeah, but that see that's the yeah. thing is that the people in the sport they don't care that you suck. Like they're gonna beat you. Their time's gonna be like, but it's it's, right. it's an individual goal, and especially oh, yeah. like the like the curve for getting better. Like you will experience like parabolic, you know, betterness as you just like you can improve by like minutes just really quickly by right. adjusting a couple things. But then, like, you improve by seconds once you actually, yeah. like, know what you're doing. Yeah. So. Anyway. No, yeah. I'm all about it. I want to be the next John Wick, dude. <laughs> did you Did you see the video of him training for John Wick? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, dude, that was so fucking cool. He's just, like, pulls out that pistol. And he's an actor, man. I was not expecting yeah, that. Yeah, but Keanu Reeves is, like, just a weird guy. No, dude. Like, cool dude. He's a very interesting individual. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you know what when he does, like... When he takes pictures with women, he like puts his arms straight out. You guys what see do you that? mean he puts them out? He puts his arm like he doesn't put his arm around. He puts his arm straight out so you can see his hands, so ah. that so that he can never like get you me too or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no, his like so if you look at pictures of Keanu Reeves, just like Google a picture of Keanu Reeves with women or with fans, you'll just see his arms are like straight up and out. So like they like kind of can feel like the inside of his his bicep or yeah. something, but that's it. They don't like his his hand never comes around. Yeah, that's so crazy. That's gonna be Cal next year because he's getting so famous that he's yeah. gonna have to not be able to touch women and skinny. <laughs> I know, dude. Well, that's a that's a thing. Is they're looking at him now and they're like, ooh, <laughs> watch out, Annie. You know, she listened to the podcast on the way to work. Uh, I don't think she listens Hell. to our podcast, <laughs> but. Uh, very I'm supportive. very happily married. So very supportive of her. Very. Mm. No. So to essentially kind of wrap up Oklahoma, even though I feel like it'll come up a hundred times more, mm-hmm. had a shitload of fun, shot a lot of birds while I was down there. Um, I, I thought I was going to hate guiding when I went into it and I'm like, you know what? It's just like an extra two weeks of my season, whatever. But I had so much fun yeah. guiding, man. You're going to do it again? Probably. Yeah. Did Probably. it wear you down? No. Surprisingly not. But I think it's because we, the ranch, probably. I think it's because of the ranch. Yeah, probably because the scouting wasn't like, it wasn't know, super strenuous. Right, right. But like you would find birds. There was one day where we had to scout for like eight hours. We couldn't find shit. Yeah. But other than that day, it was, it wasn't bad, man. The ranch is super cool. Like it's like us Minnesota boys have never seen anything like that. Right. Right. Yeah. It was totally wild. different hunting. Totally different. Uh, my dog killed it, dude. She murdered. Like, that's yeah. the best I've ever seen her do. She didn't get sore in the evening or anything like no. that? No. I mean, she'd pass out. Well, yeah. She'd pass out, but, like, she, during the hunting, she wasn't breaking early. It was awesome. I honestly didn't know how she would do because she did not have a great season here. No, the first beginning of the season was bad for her. She got into her stride um, second week of October. Mm. second or third week of October because I had a picture of that day and I, I was pissed. And then the next time we went hunting, she was fine. I, I I whooped up on her a little bit, though. Oh, you did? Yeah. Whipping her into shape. She's sniffing my leg right now. Yeah. That's, That's good, man. Good little girl. I'm glad yeah. she did well. I bet you she retrieved like 180 ducks. Nice. In nice. two weeks. <laughs> she killed it, dude. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. I mean, you were like kind of concerned about it too. Not concerned, but like I don't know how it's going to go necessarily. Well, she's, an, she's an eight-year-old dog, man. I didn't know how to train a dog when I first got her when I was 20. I didn't know that they shouldn't break after you start shooting. I I honestly had no idea. Yeah. So I was just more concerned that she wasn't going to be able to 
get the bird if she didn't go and get him right away. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. Go go get the bird. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was so <laughs> focused on her get, having that drive right. to like get the bird that I didn't focus on the not letting things. her break. But now yeah. all she wants to do is please me. And so if I get mad at her first couple of times, she's fine. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we've worked she around whine? It. No, no. Okay. She'll whine after the shot gets called. Was it cold down there? <sighs> oh, dude. It's 100% humidity damn near every morning. Oh. It was just like Louisiana the first time we were there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude. It was the coldest it was was 24 degrees. First thing in the morning, we're setting up at like 4 a.m. Uh-huh. My fingers and toes were numb as we're setting up. So is it cold on her? No. Okay. No, she was fine. She loved it. I I figured I'd see like little signs of hypothermia. Not at all. Because everything we did was over water. Right. So, and that's cool. my bread and butter is duck hunting over water. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, man, what was weird down there is... Ducks in January, yeah, very stale, very stale, and they just they hadn't gotten new ducks in like three weeks. Really, so it was pretty tough. They were pretty call shy, and whatever the best the ducks that did it best were the ones that came in first light, mm-hmm. first freaking light. I wish we could have called the shot ten minutes before shooting, because that's when all of our ducks came. Ten to fifteen minutes before shooting, we're all set up, we're ready to go, and they're just gadwall, widgeon, mallards teal just dumping into your face and you're just looking at the clock and you're like are you serious when can we shoot i mean it's like clear as day yeah you can see and then you look at the clock like shit we can't shoot for like another 12 minutes and then sun comes up and you start banging in the first couple groups and it slows down it's like shit yeah but then we got some bad weather got a cold front or cold front air quotes yeah and uh and then it was really good hunting from what's a cold front they had a huge windstorm like 40 mile an hour winds and it was cold. It was like 33 degrees with like 40 mile an hour gusts. Yeah. But like the consistent wind was like 30. So now is their season over now? They close on the 31st of January. But is SRO done or is just, you you were like, nah, I'm done. They close on the 30th. Their last day of guiding is the 30th. And then Clay takes out some of his friends with their sons and his sons. And they go out on a pond and give them hell. So then why are you done? You were just like, I got to go back. I, he he only wanted me for two weeks. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So there was like a small period where uh, there was almost too many of us there. Yeah. So like one person would, but at the same time, there should always be someone scouting first thing in the morning. So it never felt like there was too many people there, but everyone always wanted to hunt, you know? Okay. And I didn't know how to scout because I don't know the ranch. Right. right. There's 33,000 acres. So it's like, okay, I don't know all the hot spots. Yeah. Of like where they will go this time of year. So they had me scout one morning, and I did find a cool little creek that they hadn't hunted yet that year and whatever, but we just ended up jumping it as a bunch of guides, killed some studs off of it. But, yeah, no, it was it was an unbelievable time, and I can't thank Clay enough for having me down there. I'm definitely going to go back down there, and you guys should come with me, you know? Yeah. We could film a video of us killing boars. and oh, That'd dude. be dope. Who's the head guide there? Aaron Kidd. Okay. Well, it's like Clay and Aaron Kidd. Yeah. Gotcha. So Aaron's like the like the manager, I guess you could say. Sure. So he lives on the property and mm. him and his wife do and he he manages the property. So he does all the stuff for the whitetail, all the stuff for waterfowl. So like he he says which properties to flood. So like they flooded some timber this year of like pecan trees and oak trees, I think is what it was. Dude, and what stop. Say it again? Pecan, pecan trees? Pecan. You mean pecan? 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 Pecan trees? Pe- you say pecan? What kind of pie do you like? Pecan or pecan? Pecan. Yeah, it's probably pecan. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan. Pecan pie. All right. Take that northern shit out of here. Pecan pie, dude. Pecan. Um, but anyway, well, so you, can. you think you're southern already, huh? <laughs> pecan. Pecan pie. Pecan. Fuck it's <laughs> pecan, dude. It's pecan. Pecan. But anyway, so he's he was the one who was like, Okay, let's put the pump here. Let's take it out of this river, put it into this section of trees. Let's build a levee around it so that it holds water, stuff like that. So he knows the property like the back of his hand, and obviously so does Clay because right. his family's owned it since 1868. Holy ah, shit! A little bit of time. A yeah. little bit of time. Mm. Yeah, but it was it was cool, man. There's like you ever heard of the Chisholm Chisholm Trail? Uh, no. So that's uh, where they took cattle from Oklahoma and they brought it all the way up to Kansas, and then from there they put them on cattle cars and. Or uh, like the railroad, mm-hmm. I guess, 
and they would transport these cows all over the country. But like, it was like a well-known route. And the guys, the guy who made the route was Jesse Chisholm. And he was like the first negotiator with the Indians. And they valued Jesse. Like he was like the first like honorable white man is like what this plaque says. It's like Monument Hill. Mm. has like, it's like carved in granite. Talks all about the guy. It was super cool. And Monument Hill is on their land. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. That's crazy. A lot of history there, dude. Yeah. So like they would, they would uh, take cattle like thousand, like hundreds of miles. Like just a bunch of cowboys, just like up and down, up and down, up and down from there to Kansas. It was crazy. A lot of open land. Pretty cool. That is really there, cool, man. Pretty cool. And everything I own is covered in red. Yeah. Red dirt, Yeah, that's dude. what I was, yeah. It was cool. It was weird because like every pond like in the sunshine is red. Like mm-hmm. the water's red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. It's trippy. It's trippy. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Totally different world. No, yeah. The people, the people in the town... Of Warica are very interesting. Yeah, little methy. <laughs> sure, oh, little geez. methy. Yeah, kind of remind me of that. South Dakota. Yeah, you'll have that in those small towns. <laughs> yeah, I mean the people were super nice. Yeah, but like the gal at the gas station, she was just like, "Hey, if you're gonna leave a tip for the waitress, put it in the jar yourself." Because this gal, <laughs> dude, <laughs> because there's this gal named Penny, and she will solicit you. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I think she services man. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> She's like, so watch out for Penny. I was like, okay. She's <laughs> like, but don't give your tip for the waitress at the restaurant that's connected to the gas station, of course. Don't don't give it to her because she's been taking $20, $30 every shift. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay, so I'll just put it in that jar right there. She goes, yeah, watch out for Penny. I was like, okay, I got it after the fifth time. You walk outside, some big dude walks up to you. Hey, I'm Penny. <laughs> Joey, Joey walked outside and he's like, hey, have you guys seen Penny? Uh... <laughs> Looking for a lady named Penny. I'm lonely. <laughs> no, ew, dude. No. That's good. No, so you guys absolutely have to come down with me next year. Yeah, just to meet the people now. Yeah, well, Penny spoke highly of you. <laughs> 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 I'm sure. Perfect. No. Uh, so while I was there, Connor, you were in Washington. Yes. Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, I'm going to go sea duck hunting every time that you can't. Yeah, that is that is super <laughs> bogus, huh? Yeah, speaking of mounting birds, yeah. I have How many did you bring home? quite so, the taxidermy. <laughs> How many Connor, did you bring home? what did you shoot there, dude? So I am going to, I'll start with the more boring side of things that I'm going to mount is I'm going to mount a red-breasted merganser because it was a stud. I'm going to mount a Weird common, okay. common merganser. I said I'm going to start with the less common ones. Uh, common merganser um, because it also is fully plumed out. And then I am going, and then I also got a nice buffle head. I got a nice, my dad actually got a nice common golden eye that I think he's going to mount. I did not nice. shoot a common golden eye. Because I only shot the barrels, Goldeneye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you only shot a barrels, yes. Goldeneye? Simply but a barrels. Uh, yes. <laughs> Poor Connor. Yes, that's it. Yes. You bitch. Uh, <laughs> and um, some surf scoters. If I believe that's how you say it. There's scooters. Yeah. That's yeah, what scooter. Darren kept saying scooter. Yeah, he's um, classic. Of course he did. Yeah. Uneducated. But yes. <laughs> surf scoters. Um, I, we shot a couple of really nice ones of those. So I'll mount one of those. And of course I was able to get myself a Harlequin. Dude. So very so stoked jealous. about that one. Quite the stud Drake Harlequin. I was very, um, nervous about hitting a female because yeah, I was going to say like, did you like pick, did yes. you see flocks? Did you like watch flocks first? Yes. Okay. So the first day I actually did not get a good, um, shot at anything. Because um, the first flock that came in was three drakes, and I, you guys are both texting on your phone. No, I'm listening to you. <laughs> um, the first, the first um, shot that I, uh, the first flock that came in, um, they were three drakes, but I had never seen a harlequin in person, so I was like a little bit nervous. It was also like kind of dark and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was right so away. Pretty, it was really yeah, early. right, right away. Yeah. Like we were able right to shoot straight to jail. Right to jail. Right to jail. To jail. Right away. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Before you continue this conversation on your left front tooth, you got a black speck and it's driving me fucking nuts. Yeah. Show me. Sh- I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. It's right at the top. <laughs> 
There you the, go. Like this is a pause in the. Okay, now look at me. So we can fix this. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Floss your so teeth now more, back. But started to jail. Okay. Um. So so yeah, three flocks came in, or one flock of three came in right away in the morning. And my dad, you know, he is he's been a um a horn hunter his whole life. So he's he's not good at identifying birds. And I actually got really good at identifying birds by the end of it, like sea ducks, you know, specifically. There you go. But um. But yeah, so uh, that first day, we a couple of flocks came in that were pairs, and so it was um, the the drake was like just too close to the hen, so I didn't like take a shot, and then I took a shot I think at one that was pretty far out that I knew it was a drake, um, but we did the first day that we hunted for them did not get anything. Yeah, um, when I was okay with because we had two more days after that to hunt them, and then the second day, pretty much right away in the morning. Um, two of them came swimming in and I water swatted one of them. <laughs> one, of the, one of the Drake Harlequins? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And and then the, the other one dove. The one, right? What? The limit's one. The limit is one per season. Yeah. One right. per season per so person. don't want to shoot a hen. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, mm-hmm. and then the other one dove right next to it and they were yeah. both Drakes. It popped up. My dad took a shot at the second one, um, got a BB in it and then um, Darren went out and got him. Dude. So, that's the most understandable water water swat in America. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey man, you get one of these. My dad so was waiting. Like he thought he waited until I shot because he thought then they would fly uh-huh. and then he would be able to shoot the second time or second one or whatever because yeah. there was two. And um, but it dove because that's what they do to get their food. You know, they right. swim and all or that, to, or so. to not die. Yeah, or to not die. Were yeah. they were they eating off the kelp? Um, I mean. Like I don't when know. You, when you guys boated to your spot, like a couple of the spots, um, yeah, you could were see they, you could see like a bunch of seaweed or whatever in the water, or was it just like clear water? Like, no, what do you think yeah, that they was, were eating, or it, what did Darren say? It was clear. I, I wasn't I wasn't really concerned about what they were eating because I was just trying to find them. But they they you know they fly super low to the water and they fly along, right? And then they come to the shore to eat, and so I think that it's. Um, any kind of like small like it is something that is swimming and small i don't think that it's like weeds of any kind well i was reading up on them i don't know like six seven months ago and certain time of the year there's like a like a kelp die off and so that kelp floats towards the surface Mm -hmm. and there's bugs on the kelp and so they'll like different types of uh, sea ducks will just demolish that kelp because it's like they don't have to dive as far to get their food Mm -hmm. so That's why I was wondering, just because that's a little bit of knowledge that I do have on sea duck hunting. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, but the spots that he took us to were super cool. Like the, you know, it's, it it's looks very cool. obvious to me what like it's like. Oh, we're going for golden eyes, mergansers, surf scoters. You know, over here, and it's like okay, we're on big water now. Like now, it's for harlequin. you know harlequin. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people hunt them from the boats. We hunted from the shore. Right. And so he was able, you know, he had his, his own custom painted decoys that he was yeah. able to put out there and get them to come in and whatever. And it was, it was really cool. And, um, you know, and he, he kind of just stayed in the boat because the tide kept like pushing it in. However, we had what he said was like the calmest weather he's seen for like the longest straight. Really? You know, we had like, he had, he had five days straight of calm weather before we got there. And then we had four days straight of calm weather. Like we went out in like the ocean, you know, and it was like, you could water ski on it. It was so that's calm. So crazy. It was amazing. And that's, that's how we were able to get, you know, them to come in and, and actually get it to work. But, um, but yeah, it, no, it was, it was awesome. And then when we kind of went back in like the bays and yeah, this different, you know, saltwater canals and whatever, that's where we were able to shoot like the golden eyes and get, you know, fully plumed out stuff. He says he like is researching spots to get uh Eurasian widgeon. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so that will probably be like salt marshes then. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So when we went, there was a spot that where we went super common spot. I, I posted a couple pictures of it on my Instagram of like this, like dragon thing sculpture that people had like put up there so it's a super common spot to hunt it's also where a bunch of submarines go in and out of the hood canal oh, cool. and um but right back in there it's like at the edge of the public land there's like this little like marsh thing 
and I was actually going over because there were some buffalo heads on the other side of the boat that I was trying to sneak up on and shoot. And when I shot at him, all of a sudden I see like six or seven mallards just like pop up. I'm like, what? Yes, dude, <laughs> so, you shoot, did so you try to shoot him? I tried to, yeah. And I, I didn't hit one because I was like, where did that come from? Dude, you know You know what's wild about that area? What? They banned the shit yeah. out of mallards out there. Dude. The shit out of them, dude. Yeah. I, and like I'm obviously like my bird identification is not the best, but there was one situation and um, where I went and my dad went because we came back to that same spot the next day. And so I was like, well, let's go see this little plot or whatever. And my dad got there a little bit earlier than I did. And one bird flew. And so he shot at it. And so then like 12 mallards got up and flew. And I saw one that I swear was banded. And I, and I shot at it twice and it dipped. Like it looked like it kind of like got hit or whatever. And I mm -hmm. watched it and it, it didn't make it all the way down and i was like dang it you know but i wanted yeah i i would have been like darren let's get in the boat we're going after that one but oh, yeah. I, I tell you what so i don't feel like you prefaced your your trip well enough you were the only one invited yes okay yeah. and that's because he didn't know for sure what was going on yeah so well it was weird because he because he, he wants to guide out there next year and so he's just kind of getting a lay of the land well no he guided there this year like this well, past one, weekend. one so, group well oh. so he's been yeah he, he guided with one group in the same spots that we hunted right um he just like let them so you were the scouting days or whatever yeah so i mean he had kind of scouted himself prior just to know where some brants are to, oh by the way we saw a ton of brants but they, were they open no, not in the county that right. I was in. That's right. the thing is that they're open. The county that in I was December, in, right? there were only like three days that they were open. Mm -hmm. And it was like random Saturdays throughout January. And you have to go all the way over to the Pacific coast to where they're open for 16 days. Were you up by like Canada? Um, Not too far. We were like on the peninsula side, like not in Seattle. We, we were on the, you know, outside. Yeah. yeah. I'll look it up. But... So did you fly into Seattle though? Yeah, I flew into Seattle. We rented a car and drove from okay. there. How far but of a drive was it? It uh, like two, two and a half. Yeah, three hours. And then did yeah. you guys just park up in like a motel or what? Yep, did you do? yep. We just had a, a motel. And, Point on the map. Um, right there. Oh, okay. Or yeah, right, right up in there. So you but, were saying that you needed to be like over here. Yeah. So he. Yeah. So uh, there was a day that Darren actually moved over to the other side of like the Pacific Coast. And actually, like, and went and got his brand. And actually, he was—he called me the next day um, and told me he was like, "Yeah, I, I shot a, a white wing surf scoter, and it—he um, was like, and it kind of it folded up and was just kind of like sitting there. I was like, okay, this is good, you know, and I'll just let it sit, kind of like a decoy. Let's see if some other ones come in because he had no decoys set out. Yeah. He had just seen it, um, and an eagle came eight eight feet over his head and grabbed it and took yeah. it away. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Out in the ocean, this That's eagle so comes wild. and takes it. I was like, dude. But, um, yeah, so we couldn't shoot Brant, um, but we saw, like, literally a flock of, of probably 25 or 30 Brant came and landed within 15 yards of my dad. Yeah. And it was really cool to just, like, watch them and kind of see. They sound terrible. Brandt. Yeah, they sound like shit. Oh, my they? gosh. Yeah, they're, like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, almost, like, a little bit more, like old and raspy a little bit you know like it's it's terrible like dude. yeah and but somehow I, I don't know i guess the females like it who knows um but yeah so um but the other thing that i kind of like my observation of of sea duck hunting was just how fast those birds fly and when they're coming into the decoys they come fast into the decoys and they land and then as soon as they realize that they're decoys they piece the frick out um there was a couple that like as the tide was going out yeah they were like sitting on um pieces of wood and driftwood and like just like chilling so like i shot a buffalo head off of a piece of driftwood <laughs> because yeah. it was just like just chilling there as it like floated by us as we're just sitting there hunting <laughs> yeah that's crazy but yeah it was it was a ton of fun but yeah so he he had pretty much had everything scouted like it felt like a guided trip by the time i got there there mm -hmm. was a couple spots where he was like yeah i've never tried this one so i'm gonna try it with a like a quote unquote client, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. You know? And so we tried it and then hour in, he's like, yeah, I'm never coming back here, you know, cause we didn't shoot anything. It's like, you know, and he's like, eh, you know, watch what pictures you take, watch what video you take. I don't want people to know my spots, like whatever, whatever. And then, you know, well, we'd be naturally, we'd yeah. be an hour into something and he'd be like, yeah, you can take as many pictures of this as you want. Cause this is a terrible spot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay. Post these. Yeah. 
but it's yeah. yeah it's i mean the tide doesn't rise like it does in maine you know in maine it, it drops and goes up and down like 16 feet right and in there it's like a three foot or you know it got up to nine feet of a, of a change but in the time that we would hunt it'd be like three to six feet mm-hmm. so it's not crazy change um but yeah it's pretty sweet i got to see a, a submarine uh like a full-on huge military submarine getting escorted out of the hood canal that was kind of cool that's sick so having hunted like both coasts yeah. for sea ducks, which one did you enjoy more? Um, I enjoyed Maine more um, because of just the rocks and everything that you could like go out and sit on. Yeah, the terrain. Yeah. Um, Washington, I enjoyed the um, like the mountains and all everything that that had to offer on land. Yeah. You know, it was, it was super beautiful. Fantastic weather when I was out there. And if like, if I knew that, like that's how it is all the time, Oh, Washington, hundred percent, you know, like I'll deal with like sitting on the shore instead of sitting on a rock in the middle of the ocean. But yeah, I'd say, you know, like, I don't know. I really liked shooting eiders. That was just a ton of fun. (laughs) And, um, you know, the, I, what I found most valuable in this trip is that I was able to walk away with Drake Harlequin and that it probably won't be able to be shot in Washington much longer. And you probably only will be able to get it in Alaska, right? At least when it comes to the United States. And, uh, cause you know, one a season, I just think it's only a matter of time before they close it out for that. I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't know if you watch hunt 41's film about it. No. Did you ever watch that? It's super cool. And they were talking about it, and they are talking to a bunch of locals who have been hunting them for 30 years. And mm-hmm. uh, what they were saying is the population drops so low. Yeah. That's why they dropped it to one a season. But they're making such a comeback yeah. that they should be raising it any minute. Really? Yeah. Good. Like they, I think they've done it for like eight years. Good. Or four. I, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But it's coming back so well already. Hopefully so. they do that for Brant too then. Yeah, well, I know they had a really bad couple of habitat years. Yeah, where like the something with the ocean or wherever they nest, it was really bad for a couple of years, and that just decimated the population. It's never yeah. really hunting. It's not nineteen nineteen anymore, right? So it's not like we're taking too many a year. Yeah. So yeah, it's all completely like it's managed. You know, yeah. it's not like. But here's the thing: the one one thing that I have been kind of like looking at and like wondering is um because they're they're darren was talking about how they've uh they've been talking about opening up limits like and making expanding limits in minnesota yep and and that's because of the uh they want to attract more people to hunting you know and, and it's it's a financial reason it's not a management reason and well, that kind of freaks me out a little bit did you guys take the survey who? did you guys do the survey is that according to darren or sorry uh, so Darren was talking about that with some legislation of something that was proposed. I don't know what it was, but that's what he he was he had mentioned. What survey are you talking about, Joe? So Minnesota DNR gave out a survey. Did you do it, Cal? Yeah, I took it. Okay, so they did a survey where they want to raise the Canada goose population or the the limit, the limit every day yeah. to five, and they want to make it so that WPAs and WMAs that you can take uh, an electronic trolling motor into it now, whereas before you couldn't. Okay. Yeah. And they want to do open water layout boat hunting mm-hmm. to where you don't need vegetation around you. Mm-hmm. And um, help me out with some other ones. Yeah, they also uh, offered uh, the option of an early teal season. Yep. And so, but do you think that that is a management decision or do you think that that is a financial decision? No, I think it's enough people bitching about it. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> <agree>. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know about the, the Canada goose limit being a financial decision. I think the early teal season is definitely a financial decision. There was an article written in the star tribune by some asshole. Um, he's an asshole. It was on Nick Johnson. I think uh, I know one you're talking about. I saw Nick Nick posted it. Yep. Um, he was talking about how the Canada goose population has been well over what they've wanted it to be for over 20 years in Mm. Minnesota. And I was talking to Scott Trinian about it the other day on the phone. And he was saying, it's a bad idea to raise the goose population. He's uh-huh. like, Minnesota hunting, goose hunting is already g- way worse than it's been in years past. And by opening the limit, it's going to make it so that the migration is slowed even more. It's going to kill the population is what Scott thinks. But we're going to get to that when he comes on our podcast in like April. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'd be interesting to hear. Dude, he has so much knowledge about the Canada goose. It's it's really cool. Is it Canada goose? Well, and 
like I've really dove into um, everything about like I've just bird nerded out, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. I've really researched a lot of stuff. Hence why I knew about the kelp and whatever. But um, Scott, Scott and I will get lost into a conversation for like 35 minutes. It's just like, whoa, what, <laughs> what did we just talk about? Yeah. You know? So I'm really excited to get him on the podcast for that. But because like, yeah, so like when I took the survey um, and I know a lot of people when they read that it could go to five, they were like amped. Um, but I mean, I actually voted for it to stay three. Like I, I put in there that it should stay three. Here's <laughs> Joey, the thing, though. Joey's like, dang it. You're so, I hate you for that. Here's the thing though, dude. It's like, I don't think that we crush geese here. Like we, we have a decent like goose hunting population in Minnesota. Like we can hunt well here if you do it right. But it's not like we're like, you know, it's not like we see like 50,000. It's not like Fergus. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's Minnesota. A, that's Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, but that's a specific area. Like you're not seeing that all over. And they're in Fergus for a specific reason. Like I don't think that we have the numbers that would push that. Here's the thing though, man. And here's where I disagree with you on that. There's a lot of days where you go out hunting and it's like, cool, we scratched a limit or we killed enough birds today mm-hmm. to where I feel good about it. But there are so many days where... I'd say there's more days like that than there are where it's like, damn, I wish we could kill more. But those days that I say, damn, I wish we had more guns here. I wish we could have killed more geese. There's not enough of those days to where I think it really affects the population. So it's like, you know, I want to be able to shoot more than three geese a day per guy. Like just out here at the sheep farm, man. That one day that we had weather, it was me and Brady out here. We shot our limit Mm -hmm. and we could have killed 15 geese a piece. So it's days like that because we don't get a whole lot of days like that, but I want the opportunity. When, but when you go down to Oklahoma, dude, you can shoot eight. You can shoot eight big geese a day. Wow. Yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's that's ridiculous. That's a big difference. It's a big difference, man. And they just raised that well, from four to eight. Yeah. And, and it hasn't really affected them a whole lot, but those days that they do get into them, they get into them. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like you're, like you're not crushing them every single day where it's like, cool yeah they're they're a crazy abundance and they're really hurting mm-hmm. the grass population in minnesota or i guess that's sort of like it's it's like its own argument against itself though like if you don't have a lot of those days then doesn't that kind of speak to the idea that we don't have enough geese here to do that all no. the time no i mean, I mean I we I, we have the birds i think just where we are in central minnesota because we're just outside of the twin cities right and so there's a whole lot less agriculture than there was back in the day you know? I, yeah, and it, I mean, it's a law of averages for, you know, because if you hunt every day, like, you're not going to get a bunch of geese every day. Mm-hmm. And, it, and But the days that you do, like, you want to take full advantage of that and, you know, go for it. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think know. I think it's good for attracting people to the state because think of Iowa. Iowa, an out-of-state tag is at least $110, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to double check. But it's at least 90 mm-hmm. for an out-of-state tag for early, for normal waterfowl season. The goose limit is two a day. Mm-hmm. That is not enough for me to go there and want right, to shoot yeah, geese. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That, that crushes their tourism mm. in that area. Well, they don't have. I mean, no. Iowa has a <laughs> shitload of geese, dude. <laughs> they do. Coming, I mean, they coming do. from a no. guy. <laughs> coming from a guy. No. <laughs> coming from a guy who just drove through Iowa three times in under a month. When you drive through Ankeny. Iowa, dude, it's disgusting. Like every pond is covered with geese. There's constant geese in the air. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. I think they opened it up because they haven't done this in how long? Um, Changed the limit? No, they haven't offered a survey on it or like even opened up the idea for changing. As far as I know, as long as I've been hunting, there has not been an open survey. Yeah. What do you think about an early teal season? I don't think we should do it. The amount of people that I see that have shot a pelican or a cormorant, yeah, <laughs> duck hunting, like on a public marsh, yeah, people can't identify the difference between a wood duck and a teal. Mm-hmm. I it's hard for me, especially at early light. Sometimes, like you, like a wood duck is small, just like a teal. So it's I don't know. I and plus, I think that'll ruin our duck opener. Yeah, personally, It'll definitely affect it. People say that the youth day already affects our opener, and it's like, dude. So why do you want to open up a 15-day teal season? Yeah. I mean, but that's when we have most of our teals right before duck opener. Right. We lose those blue wings almost immediately. Right. So I'm, I'm, But me personally, man, I don't want to shoot teal. Same here. And I that's, don't give so, a shit. Yeah, and that's another... So, like, I voted against an early teal season because Same. I don't care. Same. You know, like, I don't want to... Sh- I want to have a great duck opener. Yep. I don't... Boo. You know? Like, I don't know. I mean, like... 
I would rather go have a sick duck opener than shoot my 10, like shoot 10 teal, you know, in the 15 days that it's open when it's way too hot. They said there was like an option where it's like, if you don't see something here that's like open, I said that we should extend our duck hunting season to just like a late mallard. Oh yeah. A late mallard black duck season because we get all of our mallards the second week of December every single year. So wouldn't that have to push back when it starts then? No, that would be Joey's saying it would be a separate season from That's what I put in the comments, but I said that our duck season opens too early. Yeah. And so I think that our duck season instead of opening in the third week of September, third weekend Uh of September, I think it should open in the second weekend of October. Okay. And then we can hunt ducks until the second week of that would December. That rule over everybody up north. Right. Well, then we just have a different zone for the northern Minnesota. Right. Huh. I mean, and then make the line further up north, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I. Yeah, it's tough. I want to shoot. I want to shoot mallards in December. Yeah, that's the tough thing. Like, you do it in December, the river loads up. I mean, I see mallards right now. I saw, I was right. going to the pawn shop yesterday and I saw them flying over. Right. And they were thick, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, two they C's. Damn, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I dude. I mean, that. the mallards show up after our season closes. Yeah. Like mid December. Mid December, we get a crazy push of mallards. Yep. You know, and it's like I'll we'll be scouting for geese and I'm calling Joey and I'm like, dude, there's like two thousand mallards on the river right now. Dude, four or five years ago, like when we were just doing this, I'd be goose hunting and Every time we goose hunted, there was just like a huge flock of mallards just dumping into the goose decoys, and you're just like, you can't, sh- you can't shoot them. Yeah, can't shoot them. And yeah, my yeah. eyes are just straight up into the air, just like rolling in the back of my head, like yeah. fuck. Darren literally just texted me a picture of two white wing scooters. 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 Sorry, he spells it with two O's in his text message, and uh, he said twenty six boxes of shells with one day left, and they have put eighty six ducks in the boat so far. Damn, a couple of white wing scooters. That's a lot of boxes of shells. Yeah, Yeah, it is. And it's impossible to find them. I could bring, I was allowed to bring eight boxes of shells, four for my dad, four for me on the plane. Mm -hmm. And, Mm. um, and when we got there, we tried to find more. Nope. Went to Walmart. We, We went to every Walmart on the way out to our hotel, two and a half hour drive. We went to the Walmart that was around, you know, past our hotel in that town we went to like three different gun shops and called three different gun shops and a hardware store that sells guns. Nothing. What? I found a, I found some trap loads. Okay. I Can't found a those. 16 gauge and a 28 gauge boxes of shells. That's it. Like literally nothing. Not, not no two, two, three, no rifle ammunition. Literally the only thing on the shelf was some weird caliber of some rifle somewhere. A 16 gauge, 28 gauge, and then trap loads. That's crazy. And so, I called the guy. I called the, the, he's like, yeah, yeah, we get uh, restock on Wednesday. And it looks like uh, one box of 12 gauge, three shots coming in, two boxes of four shots coming in. And uh, then, you know, so like a, a, a case of seven and a half. And I'm like, oh, okay. So three boxes is what I can buy. Okay. And he's like, yeah, uh, you'll probably want to be here when we open the store at 10 to take a number. Um, and no shit. yeah. And he's like, and, but we restock at around noon. I'm like, okay, well I leave the following day at nine, so I'm not coming. That's fucking nuts. And so it, it made me decide what shots I took. <laughs> Why even like restock for three boxes? <laughs> like if you own a store and you like order ammo and they're like, yep, we're sending you three boxes. I'd be like, take it back. <laughs> I don't need it. I will make no money on that. <laughs> don't send it. Save yeah. the shipping. Yep. What a so, waste. So Connor called me before he went out there. And he's like, I need a full choke. What should I buy? Yeah. What did you end up buying? I bought the Jebs. Jebs what? Uh, dot, or the 690, I think is what it's called. 690. And how yeah. did it work out? Did you notice a difference between, was it super tight? Like, how did you pattern? That was the longest exhale in America. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't think I have a good... Okay, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, when I shot Federal Blue Box, phenomenal. Okay. Loved it. When I like shot Like you, you could see your shot string on the water type of deal? Um, I didn't have a chance because I never missed. No. Oh, I shit. shot one box of Blue Box well, the last well, day. So like... When you're shooting these birds, are they are they dumping into the decoys? Or are they like no? 10, they're 15, zipping. Are they ten fifteen feet off the water? This like, is past shooting. Like yeah, like they could be far? up to up to thirty feet off the water. 
and and zipping by. You have a little, you have some warning to see them, yeah. but like there were some golden eyes that just zipped over the back well, of our heads that's and whatever. Eyes. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what okay. they do. But yeah, so like, like twenty okay. yards out or. Um, yeah, well, so the tide is constantly moving up and down. And right. so you can get, you get closer and closer to the decoys as the days go on. But, um, yeah, I'd say they're about 30 yard shots. Oh, okay. Very doable. Yes. Very doable. And you were cranking them. Yes. Well, so black cloud did not work well. Mm. I'm going to say that. What size of black cloud? It was a uh, two shot, three, really? three inch. No shit. Did not do well. Mm. Yeah. Now, is that because you weren't hitting them, or is that because they're sea ducks? Because sea ducks are notoriously strong. Like, I had they have a lot of feathers, and they have a lot of fat on them. I had four duds. Ooh. Yeah. Out of how many boxes? Eight. That's not bad. Between me and my dad, I don't know how many he had. But that's, I, that's so realistic. So that's really not, four yeah, boxes. That's not crazy. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a dud a box. That's, I mean, it's bound to happen. Oh, mass my gosh. manufacturing, bro. Dude, I've had I've had worse in two boxes. Fe- Federal blue box is what I'm going for. From dude, here I on love out. Fed. I fed have blues. a lot of black cloud in my basement. Like you know, like probably one more case of four and two combined. But and so I'm gonna finish that out. But I'm getting Federal blue box after that. Yeah, I told Joey the other day if I was buying any, if I was just buying ammo, I'd be buying Federal blue box. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and so I don't feel bad saying this because black cloud and Federal like blue box are the same company. You know. And so, right. but, but what's crazy is Federal Blue Box is cheaper, and it's right. it's so good, dude. And it's like I literally like I was shooting. So we had we had finished out our boxes. It was the last day, but we weren't done duck hunting. And so Darren was like, "Well, here, here's you know, a bunch of rusty shells from my Federal Blue Box. You guys can, you know, because you had shot through your eight boxes by you know day four. And so I was like, "Okay, cool, thank you." Damn, you went through four boxes and. Or you went through eight or four boxes. Me and my dad. So yeah, a box, one, a, day. a box a day. Yeah. Okay, that's um, not terrible. Yeah. Well, the first day we, you know, we each went through two because it was a lot more. That was when we were like in the the bay, and that's when we got the the scoter, the golden eye, the buffalo heads, the you know, like merganser. That like how many how many ducks were you um were you shooting at a day? So like it dep- were, like flocks. Like where is it like ones and twos like. The, like, give me some details. The here. biggest, I mean, the biggest flocks were the Brants that we couldn't shoot at, but um, I would say it was probably the, the probably the biggest flock was like seven or eight. Okay, so they're in big. smaller groups. So they were in smaller groups. You could but see there was them a lot in. of groups or what? Yes, there was okay. a lot of groups, and you could see like there was a group that I would like pass up because it was skirting decoys pretty far, you know, because I I was essentially calling the shot for my dad because one he couldn't identify the birds very well, and two. Like he, you know, is he's there to have fun time with his yeah. son. He's not there to, you know, he's slap there to the have ducks fun down. Time. Yeah, he, he's there to look like he has a mullet and a freaking dude. Your goatee. Your dad <laughs> has a look right now. Yeah, dude. he does. He's dude. he's full on COVID right does, now. What does, does your mom think, just love it or what? <laughs> he does. He like it. <laughs> I have no idea. Here's dude, the thing. Okay, we're saying this. We're saying this because dad, Connor's dad is a lawyer. He's a patent lawyer. Yeah. And, and like our whole lives, we've only known him with like a short haircut and yeah. no facial hair. No facial hair, right? Yeah. No, Very well kept. No facial hair. Very clean. Yeah. Yep. Like this dude wears a suit to work. Yes, exactly. And like, yeah. And he's and got now, long hair, dude. Yeah, now in the time of Zoom calls, like he has this like, this uh, like KFC Colonel, <laughs> you know, goatee going on. Right. And like. And he's got this like long mop top hair. Yeah, that makes dude, he it... looks like Morgan Wallen right now. Okay, dude, when I showed I showed a picture of like your birds to Annie, and Annie's like, "Isn't he a lawyer?" Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "She's like, what's going on with that?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like he's just he's doing his thing, and I'm he, like, "He is partially retired at this point in time." Okay, but he um, does he take know, Zoom calls like that? Yeah, he but but not not like that not like how he looks like when he's hunting. He puts it back in a ponytail, and he looks like. I, um, Ibrahimovic, the soccer player. Oh yeah, 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 like yeah. One hundred percent, like the goatee and everything. If you look up a picture of Ibrahimovic, like that's what he looks like, just not jacked. Okay, and so <laughs> <laughs> a little jacked, though, like dad jacked. What up, Stu? <laughs> what up, Stu? But yeah, so he is. Yeah, no, it it was a, it it was it's pretty funny, and and he like he wears the hair like you see in the picture if you look on my Instagram because he like it covers up his ears and he doesn't want his ears to get cold and he doesn't want to wear a hat because he's got hearing aids and then it screws up his hearing aids and so he's like i don't know the hair kind of works and i was like 
all right, dude, whatever. You're sitting in the North Woods with your wife. Like, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he just he does a ponytail and then puts a hat on for his meetings or whatever. Yeah. And so nobody nobody at work even knows that he has that long hair. They just know that he grew a little uh um colonel goatee. Yeah. For sure. But did you have something you wanted to show, Joe? Yeah, well this is this is your dad. This is who your dad is right now. Harvard Switzerland off the goodwill rack. This is Morgan Wallen. This is your dad. Yeah, I, I put that together. Mm. If you haven't listened to his new album, guys, it is fire. It is fire. There's 27 songs, and there's like two songs that I'm not like lit up about. Yeah, I am pumped about it. Just let it let it get to the chorus here, real quick. Yeah, a little bit. All right, so oh, yeah, to avoid some, uh, you know, <laughs> copyright copyright issues. strikes, we'll just yeah. uh, wait to play that at the end. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's so lit. But, I'm so pumped about it. But like, yeah, no. Ganger. Honestly, like when Darren called me and was just like, dude, I'm going out here. I hate hunting alone. You want to come hunt with me? I was like, that would be fantastic. I absolutely would. I need to hunt, you know, because I haven't. I was out 89 days last year and hunted. I got to hunt once in a stand for bow deer like I normally hunt weeks for. Yeah. And that, that sucked. And so I was like, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and he's like, sweet, you want to bring your dad? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. And it was a fantastic opportunity for me and my dad to, you know, go out there and, yeah. And he can see your dad. Cause you have, yeah, him. exactly. My dad's been up at the cabin. He's been, you know, he's got, um, some high blood pressure. And so he's kind of an at risk for COVID stuff apparently. And so he's been kind of just chilling and staying away from everything. And so plus and, what a great excuse. Like if you're, if you're your dad, this yeah. is like the perfect excuse to like exodus yourself from society. Because <laughs> yeah. like that's what I know he wants to do. Probably yeah. he's like, he's like, I don't actually give a shit about people. Yeah, or living in a city. Yeah. And so this was like the perfect time for him to be like done. Yep, and and partially <laughs> retire too because totally. his work is like well, like uh, you know, we we I don't know if we should you know be right. like I don't know you know, and and he's like, hey, give it to the lawyer, the young lawyers that need it. I'll take care of my clients, and you guys are good. You know, this is hilarious too because so I I mean I haven't told you guys this yet either, but my dad decided like a month ago that he's retiring. I think I yeah, didn't you tell told you me that. that yeah, yeah. So he's done. Nice. Like he's like now with like the whole COVID thing, he's like I don't know this world and I'm done with it. <laughs> you know, like he's like I'm good and he's up at the cabin constantly, just like repainting, getting nice. everything how he wants it. Dude, and I would be like shocked. Like he's already living there like four days a week. Yeah. So he's doing a Stu Olstad right now. Like he's like <laughs> I'm done with the world. Has uh is your mom gonna join him soon or? I don't, yeah, I mean like my mom's up there quite a bit right now. It sounds like so my parents go to Mexico every year for like four weeks. Yeah. And they have for like the last five years now at least. Kind of in there, you know, getting older and whatever. And um I guess it sounds like this week they're this year they're doing six weeks. Yeah. And I guess my mom has been working like sixty hours a week. So up until they go to Mexico for six weeks, she's gonna work the sixty hours. And it sounds like when they get back from Mexico, she's gonna cut back a little bit. Yeah. And then my dad is like completely done in like May, I think. Peacing out. Like done. And um, yeah. And then I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. Like yeah. they've been talking about selling the house and just like moving, you know, getting out of town and who knows. I think my mom has a lot more apprehension about it than my dad. Like my dad, dude, he would not give a damn if he never saw any of these people again. <laughs> like, he, yeah. like he would move there and, you know, be completely good living in a cabin in the woods and that would be good for him. Nice. Totally fine. So, but it's going to be a balance because it's definitely not my mom like full time, you know, yeah. at least right now. So who knows? Yeah. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. The, um, uh, so I want to do this plug really quick for, um, we have stickers now, um, in stock and as of right now, <laughs> dude, I'm looking at the Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so the reason, that, which ones dude, the reason that these guys are laughing, the little ones or that is because I ordered a bunch of one inch by one inch stickers. Dude, they're the size of my belly button. They, they're very small. Perfect for an iPhone. Perfect. Yeah, or if you want to cover or up the camera laptop or something like that. Okay, but but okay. Um I ordered stickers that are three inch by three inch. Okay, so bigger stickers that will be back on the website by the time this podcast goes up because they're getting delivered tomorrow. Um and so right now if you, the first um I'm gonna say the first fifty stickers that we sell, I'll throw in a little one for you. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. oh yeah. A webcam cover up sticker for free? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> keep For uh, those of you that wear tinfoil hats. There you go. Alert. Yep. So, but yeah. Um, and then uh, also stay tuned because we are headed down to Kansas. We are. Coming up here um, pretty soon, right after I make a little hiatus in Florida. But We're going to go home with Bobby Guy. You're going yeah. to Florida? Yep, next week. What for, dude? You're a little COVID-free boy. Yeah. What yeah. for? Um, Funsies? To do some fishing, yeah. With, with Josh? Yep. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. No <laughs> way, dude. Invite? I hate you. <laughs> Why do you just Why do you invite? plan these trips I, and not I have, invite? I have some clients down there that I have to see, so I'm going to go see them. And um, I was like, dude, Josh, you're in the area. Like, what do you want to do? And he's like, <laughs> hey, I had when are, when a few days open. Uh, February 1st to the 5th. So I don't even know when this podcast is going out, so it might be, you know, be might next be today. Week. So Connor, um, let's let's talk about some of the videos we got coming out here pretty quick here. Like the Bobby guy in Kansas. Oh, so, you so okay. So no, dude. So last month I was in Sumner, Missouri, with Cody Stokes, the owner of Dive Bomb. Yeah. Right after we got done with the Bobby film that we put up on our YouTube channel already, and I gave you the footage to edit. When is that going to go out? Um, I'm hoping to get it done this week. Dope. So I, I it probably would be out before this even is. Dope. Unless, this will be out next Wednesday. Unless, unless Cal's yeah. just cranking out podcasts <laughs> right now. I am. Um, but yeah. yeah. So it could be it could be out before this even is. And I then, don't know. And then also I have at least five videos from my experience yep. at Stewart. Ranch. And then I I think I know I have two. I I have to see how obvious my footage is for where we were. Um, in Washington, fuck them. But I should probably be. I should be able to get a couple. Feed them fish heads, ones. dude. So feed them fish heads. Okay, so I got taken on a free sea duck trip, and I don't want to piss off the guy that took me. Fuck them. Also, dude, that saying sucks, man. Like it's over. I don't care <laughs> what you think about it, nah, dude. That's done, just dude. the Italian in me. Nah, fuck them. Feed them fish heads. Nah. But um, the other thing though that uh, like heading down to Kansas, I mean, should we? Yeah. Talk here, with Sarah about mic. it. Hook up her mic. Is it? It's already hooked, hooked up, up, Doug. No, you're, Turn it up. you're no, you're here. Let's yeah. hear what you got, Sarah. Sarah from Alaska. I'm. I met her in Alaska. Sarah from I, Alaska. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. I let's um, plug her Instagram. What's your Instagram? Little Miss Lorraine. How do you spell Lorraine? L O U R A I N. Lorraine. Lorraine. So I met. <laughs> I met Sarah um, randomly on um, as we were doing some fly fishing and stuff. And, and stuff. Um, yeah, in our nice little um, Cooper Landing area, your connection actually, Cal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and then she gets free flights through Delta, and so she was down in Kansas and decided to swing through Minneapolis on her way back. Um, I love it uh, to Alaska. And but we were talking in the car about her, like uh, I picked up from the airport, and I was like, "So what did you think? Like whatever." And this is uh, your first opportunity shooting puddle ducks yes so how did it but she has done something that neither of you have ever done dun, 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 uh, dun. sex no <laughs> <laughs> and that is um she has also shot a harley what a harley quinn yes and was not, that your first duck it was my That's first so fucked up. Duck. <laughs> first time ever duck hunting i hit a harley quinn and a scoter yep yeah sick. Well, and black it was wing a or surf black wing nice mm-hmm it was so incredible. Lucky. Or it, white is it white, black, and surf? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was such a crazy experience just because first time ever hunting, you know, I'm in the middle of the water on a like uh, a zodiac and yep. I'm wearing a bright yellow jacket, you know, no camos. Like involved. a rain jacket. Like literally a yellow rain jacket. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not in any camo and waders in the middle of the water, probably like thirty yards from the uh, the like decoys just sitting there and then a Harley. Wait a second. So you shot a duck without wearing Sitka? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. She was wearing our hat. That's why. I was. Yeah, dude, our hats. By the way, they're up on MidwestFlyways.com. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they are, they're not. They're they are out of stock. Look. No, by this stock. time, we'll have the black on black. Oh, maybe. I don't know. That's I don't, what know I don't think so. Don't do that. That's what don't promise people that. Great. Great. About All right. well, well, you're the so worst. We have a, is, you do this to yourself. Here's a limited now. Th- yeah, yeah. remember back in like November you where you're like, you're oh, like, they'll be out in two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Joe, looks like you're taking over. Yeah, and then Sounds people hit what are them hats coming out? I lied to you yep. and okay. said that they were available. Eight, Sarah, so we have a limited run now of 10 black hats. Okay. 
that are coming all black. in. Yes, all black hats that are coming in. Um, if if they go well, we're obviously going to get more and whatever. But yeah, so um, anyway, so so yeah, check out our our shop. Hopefully, we have it midwestflyers.com slash shop. Well, anyway, um, back to little Miss Lorraine. Um, the uh, so how is it different from shooting sea ducks? Okay, so I well. just got back from Kansas. That's yes. what he's talking about. And I just hit puddle ducks. I hit four mallards. Okay. Crazy experience just because I was in blind, all camo, decked out. Literally, you cannot move. I did not realize how still you had to be because they're like just flying above you, literally looking at you. And if you make any sudden movements, they're out. They're gone. And you're like, well, that my bad, guys. That's on me. <laughs> and so just from my experience of shooting, you know, on the water in yellow, moving around, laughing, talking, not being quiet to just constantly hiding was just in crazy, crazy. But amazing experience. A lot harder for me, I think, was the mallards than the sea ducks. Really? Mm-hmm. So... When you said no moving, whatever, you could tell a difference between you moving and not moving that the birds were working or not. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Me and moving. Were there that many birds coming through that like you were like, oh, okay, I was moving my legs. Well, what were you hiding in a layout blind, an A-frame? What? No, we were actually on a hill because we were, we were shooting at a creek. Mm-hmm. And so we were on a hill with just like tall grass and like shrubs. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And well, so there was nothing oh, above oh. our head. That's why we had to literally just sit still. Oh, you're hunting a little creek. Yeah. And then we'd see thousands of birds. And I never realized how high mallards flew because they took forever to get down. And then finally, like, one or two would dive down and be like, okay, got to go. Shoot now. Like, <laughs> I, I think this is so interesting to, like, listen to because somebody that only shoots at, or has only ever shot at sea ducks, it's like they just it is different. They just zip across the water and are like coming right at you. And, you know, it's pretty easy to spot them at least, you know, for me. And, you know, and she was the first comment she said, she's like, they take forever to come down. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like that means that you had a pretty decent guide that like didn't tell you to shoot too early, you know, cause they're looping around and coming in or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And that's another thing is like the sea ducks so fast. You got to shoot so far ahead of them. You really got to like, you have to lead them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the mallards, they're like within like, I don't know. We were pretty close to them. We were probably like 20 feet away, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you're shooting right at them, right at them. That right. Wings out ready for you to just hit. Yeah. Them. Yeah. 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 So great experience. Yeah. I would definitely do it again. Yeah. You guys need to get a Harlequin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get you guys out there. I'm actually, I know who we no, we're going to Alaska. Yes. And Sarah's going to take us. Yeah. No, I actually have friends that even told me you have friends. <laughs> I know it's hard That's to imagine, unreal. but I don't even know who you guys are. Why yeah. am I here? <laughs> no, but I do have friends in Alaska that did tell me if you're ever down to go hunting, they'll take you. Mm. His name is Charlie. He's with Round Charlie Tree what? Ranch. Charlie Emmy. Okay. Round Tree Ranch. Literally, he owns a yacht in Kodiak. There you go. Let's go hunting. Dude, I got I mean, a we're there, so don't plan <laughs> it. I got Alaska is probably my favorite place I've ever been. So yeah, I got two people to see on Kodiak. So there four, you go. Um, Three people to see in Alaska: Forrest Hosier, mm-hmm. um, Dan Dolan, and you. And Sarah Brumbaugh. Bill. There you go. Two what was le- your last name? Brumbaugh. Dudes. Brumbaugh. Mm-hmm. I never knew your last name. I, mean, hmm. I thought we were friends. Change it. <laughs> Change it. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm, right. I'm really fucking pumped that you got to go to Kansas because I had no idea you were coming and I'm really pissed off that you didn't tell me. So that's. I'm yeah. Bad. Are I'm we taking friends? That, or? I'm taking the hat back and I'm keeping your money. <laughs> and then also, um, <clears throat> I'm pumped that you got to shoot mallards on a small water creek because mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's some fun shit. See, here's the thing. Like I've never shot mallards on a small water creek. And mm-hmm. I've never shot Harlequin from open water. So, like, you're basic. I don't know. I feel like you're, like, experiencing some of the sickest stuff. Yeah. And you did it in January, so they were gorgeous. I mean, you see the, the old tree curlers on their butt? Like, the tree tree curls? He's not saying tree. He's three. saying three. Three, yeah. yeah. Three curls, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just trying to sound <laughs> as Minnesotan as possible. <laughs> were they just perfect looking? They were perfect. They were so Big, beautiful. fat, softball-sized heads with red legs or what? Or were they orange? Orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for for those of you, for those of you who have heard, I'm sorry, Sarah. I keep doing this, but for those of you who have heard the red legs, have you ever heard of red legs? Of course, okay. Mallards, of you've course. heard of red legs, of course. So I heard something that I didn't know. I figured that red leg mallards were just Canada mm-hmm. 
Canada mallards that came from way up in Canada. Late, like, fat January mallards. Late, okay. fat January mallards. And the reason why their legs turn red is because... They're sitting when, in the Warica water. No. Is <laughs> <laughs> because they're flying from way out there. So it's I was like kind of right. But the reason why their legs are so red is because of the lack of oxygen where they're like migrating from. So they get way up there in the atmosphere or the stratosphere, whatever you want to call it. They're when they migrate, they're thousands of feet up in the air. Okay. And so there's a lack of oxygen and it turns their legs red. Okay. And so when they get to a new place, they're they're brand new birds. They're migrated there. And so when you shoot red leg mallards, they had just gotten there. They had migrated from a really far distance because they were way up there in the air. Okay. Interesting. Kind of cool little thing that I just learned. I I had always known of red leg mallards, but I didn't know why their legs were red. However, if they're there for a while, they go back to orange. Yeah. Dude, I've actually heard that uh big, really big groups of mallards that are flying super high, they pick them up on radar for for flights. Yeah. For like flying. It's that's like mostly airplanes. snow geese though. Yeah, that's cuz that's they're such a big group. Mhm. But mm-hmm. there have been instances where a, a big enough group of mallards are flying high enough, and there's enough of them that they are they're picking them up on legitimately That'd freak like me out radar I'm, I'm, for flights. I literally just talked to somebody today about like starting the journey to get my private pilot's license. That would freak me the crap. Dude, imagine out. selling a, a million snow geese in the air and oh you're flying a plane. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> getting really good about ducking and weaving. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love that you have to have a fucking sound effect for <laughs> Dude, you're such a little kid. <laughs> dude, dude, you want to hear the semi? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you got, it reminds me of like, whose line is it anyway when they had people come make sound effects? I feel like, like that would be so much fun to be that audience member that does that. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I would be just like, a little kid in a candy store just like waiting to be called yeah but anyway all right well thank you guys for listening we appreciate it uh like connor said black on black hats we have a very limited run we're gonna see how they do they're probably gonna be dope if you're on the email list you know about them first yes cal hats are on the website and so uh definitely go check those out i will get them out as soon as i can we're getting boxes right now joey has some boxes for me Mm -hmm. so i will be able to to put that out there anything else cal no (laughs) Well, I do. Okay, goodbye. We we have some-